Nej. Um, you just left after the weekend. So, right now you'll be driving back to London. And I was doing a fairly good job of holding it together until I looked out the window and saw your car wasn't there. I don't know why it's so difficult. Because this should be the easy bit, this should be the bit where I'm seeing you regularly. So I don't know why it's so hard. It's really not ideal when I know it's only going to get worse. I just feel very overwhelmed by everything. I don't know. I don't know why the prospect of not being around you is so terrifying to me. I really want to understand it, but I wish I didn't. I feel like you're just the epitome of, like, safety for me. And, and, and I don't know. Because I never want to put anything on you, and you know that. But I've just had such a good time with you. And, and I'm I'm not used to having a good time consistently. And I'm really nervous to not potentially be having that. This is all stuff you know. <laughs> um, and I don't know that I'll post this. Because I feel like I was trying not to cry very loud. But I think you heard anyway. And then obviously you came in. And I saw how much you hesitated in closing the door behind you. And so, I don't know, I don't know if I'll share this with you or not. Because I don't want to make it more difficult for you. Because I know I'm not the only one finding it difficult. But then obviously, you know, being open and communicating well is important. So I don't know. <laughs> I just wish I didn't miss you this much already when you've literally been gone. Like 20 minutes. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. And it's really not fair. <laughs> I just don't like being back in a place where I'm dreading a Monday morning and when like nothing really feels exciting and when I wake up all I want to do is go back to sleep straight away 
and I feel like I'm slipping back into that headspace embarrassingly quickly. So, I don't know, I need to think of something to combat that one with. And I've, I've got lots of stuff to do. I've, I've followed Eve's advice, you know, trying to stay really busy. But I just don't want to do shit. Sorry, I swore. <laughs> um, I just don't want to do any of it. I don't know. I know that it's more than a missing you thing. I just really, really love everything that we'd built pre-tool. And I know that it's not going anywhere, really. And I also know it's not even been a full week yet so quite frankly this is ridiculous and I need to get a grip but things just feel different to me already and I really don't like that but I guess it, it'll be adapting to it that's all it really is, isn't it? It's adapting and finding a new way to muddle through it. Um, which, you know, we can do, we are doing, and that's great. I think I just feel really tired of adapting myself to situations. I just really want to consistently be happy. And that's why I'm with you. And I really never want to put any pressure on you. Because I know how demanding that can be. It all feels a bit silly. Because it's so early on. Hopefully, I'm, I, I was wrong in my initial predictions and this bit's the hard bit and it gets easier with time when I get used to it. Hopefully. Because I really don't want to do seven months of hating Mondays. It doesn't feel nice. I love you a lot and I really really miss you I'll speak to you soon
So I recorded the first part of this postcard at 5.30 in the morning. Um, It's now 8.15. I just got back to your house. I'm not meant to be here. It's an unexpected turn of events. I sang at a wedding this evening. I didn't know I'd be doing that <laughs> until midday. Um in fact I've been I've been wedding planning all day. <laughs> um which I guess is one of the really weird peculiar beauties of my job is sometimes these crazy crazy things happen and it's all all in and we get to do something amazing and life-changing and it's brilliant um but yeah I'm not I'm not meant to be in your house right now but it would turn out that my phone isn't the only thing that thinks this is home it's been a really long day um I don't know that I really had the chance to provide you with much context but we have a lady in our care whose condition is deteriorating really rapidly and they're not sure that she'd make it through the night her daughter's wedding was initially meant to be next May um, and they brought it forward to the end of November but they didn't think that she'd last that long so it was decided at about 11 o'clock this morning that their wedding would be tonight. So that's not what I thought I'd be doing with my day when I woke up. Um, But God, that was one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced. Um, They were all just so happy. And it made me really happy. And it was so so overwhelmingly beautiful to see all the love in that room it really was um and so unexpected and humbling to be able to sing for people for their first dance I don't think I'd do that ever (laughs) Um, and I thought that if I ever did, I mean, I should have probably had a bit more preparation time, but it was amazing. It really was. Um, I had some champagne. Uh, the granddad, that's what he does. He he does champagne. <laughs> so I had a glass and it was divine. Um, I also did eat some of the cake that Mary made which was not vegan, um, but we've already spoken about the fact that I have broken the veganism before if I think that the life event is important enough. And I didn't know that it would be entering into it, but I think tonight was. It was really, really special and really special to have been asked to be and to be allowed to have been a part of it. Um... So yeah, I mean, I guess the morality of the veganism, if I'm 
standing my moral ground in not eating animal products, then I think I can also stand my moral ground in personally being able to recognise when an event is important enough to be a bit more loose with the rules. Um, yeah, it's, it's overwhelming. Um, I was taking photos for them as well. Um, and even that, being able to, to try and capture bits of what they were all feeling and experiencing was just magical. And I wish you could have seen the room and the building. We managed to put fairy lights up. Um, and I know I sent you pictures, but I don't think it was the same because god there was this like floral archway that we managed to get a hold of and like fairy light curtains and fairy lights wrapped around all the frames um and it was it was just the loveliest thing and I really thought that it would be so much worse than it was and I mean don't get me wrong, it was emotionally draining. I'm so exhausted. Um, but I am so grateful that I got to be a part of that. And it was so weird singing for them. And I was just watching them the whole time. They were just so in love and so happy. Um, and it was just amazing to be a part of it. Um, and it's an odd one emotionally, you know, you've got in equal measure life and death. And I think that's, that's just hospice work in a nutshell. And you know that, um, cause you've done it, but it's just so, it, it's such an odd amalgamation of those two things sometimes. And that's really what tonight was. Um, but it really is beautiful. And it makes me appreciate a lot. Definitely makes me appreciate you. I, I don't think I can... I don't think words can do justice how much I love you. really I've never felt anything like it I really haven't and so I'm really grateful for you to have you in my life um it's been a very long day <laughs> it's been such a long day and I really wish you were here right now But, um, I don't know. I came here, I didn't, I didn't go home, home. And I could have done, I thought I'd probably end up finishing later than I did. But I came here. Because, despite my objections, when you keep saying it, this does feel like my home too. I think, despite the cliche, 
and the fact I don't want to say it. Um, I think you are home to me. I really love you. I really, really, really do. Um, and I'm looking forward to talking to you later when you finish work. I hope you're having a good evening too. I'll speak to you soon. Bye Luke.